Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. What's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance with My Demons podcast. This is season two, episode four, and I've entitled it, Who is Andy Irons and why is he so important to me and vital to the mental health community? So sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance with My Demons podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast, and welcome to episode four, Who is Andy Irons? Let me start off by saying somebody, you know, who is bipolar like myself, I'm always searching for stuff to read, listen to, watch, stuff that is relative to my illness, maybe to give me insight, maybe to give me comfort, or maybe just to give me information. But... That's how I came to know Andy Irons. For those of you who don't know who Andy Irons is, Andy's a multi-time world surfing champion. And, you know, being somebody from the East Coast, um, surfing is really not that big of a thing here as opposed to the West Coast, obviously. So I wasn't familiar with Andy or surfing or anything of that nature. But... One day, about six months ago, I was uh, looking for something to watch in relation to bipolar, and I happened to come across a documentary on Hulu called Andy Irons, Kissed by God. And let me just start by saying that after watching that documentary, it really hit home with me because the one thing that still resonates with me, and I let me just say I've watched the documentary quite a few times already, 
um, the one thing that resonates with me is not only was Andy a world pro multi-time surfing champion, but Andy was a very down-to-earth, humble, modest human being who struggled with being bipolar, an opioid addiction, and also a learning disability. So right off the bat, it resonated with me. And as I kept watching, the documentary really does give you a deep felt idea of what Andy was going through. Um, I, I recognize the pain in his eyes. I, I recognize what he was going through. And obviously, I've never met Andy. And unfortunately, Andy passed away at the age of 32 um, due to complications um, from his heart and also issues from you know, being addicted to opioids. Um, he passed away, obviously, at a very young age. So I will never get to know Andy personally, unfortunately, and neither will the rest of the world. Um, but from seeing his family speak about him, um, Andy definitely would be somebody I would want to sit with and speak with um, because I got a feeling he and I would be able to relate on so many different levels. And like I said, I'm not a surfer, never have been a surfer, and never had any interest in surfing. And still to this day, I'm not, you know, I don't follow surfing, anything of that nature. But I do follow Andy um, because he's somebody that's very important to me. And what he stands for and what he stood for, Andy to me represented so many different things. He represented what could be. Um, he showed the world that even while he battled his demons, he could be a success. He can follow his dreams. He can live out his dreams. He can do everything that he wanted to do and fulfill them to the fullest because that's what Andy did. He literally lived life to the fullest. But on the other end of that coin, and I guess that's kind of always that way when you're bipolar, um, you always, there's always that other side of the coin. He also represented um, the downfall of not having control of your illness and not coming to full terms with it and not... Um, managing it properly he also represented the downfall of it as well it, it showed to me that with all the success in the world you can also lose it all as well and I don't mean the financial sense I mean the personal feeling of control um, that bipolar unfortunately in his case kind of went hand in hand with his opioid addiction um Andy, like so many, including myself, maybe not with opioids, but with other things. Um, the one thing you want is to mask your pain. It's almost like you're always in constant pain. And it's an internal, emotional, and mental pain that you feel inside. It's very dark, and it's very... It's, it's just a nonstop feeling of deep, dark heavy inside you 
and you don't always want to deal. You know, you, you would do anything just to mask the pain. And unfortunately, that's what Andy did. He, he couldn't get a grip on his addiction with opioids. And for years, he went on um, living with it. Unfortunately, you know, it would be his undoing and his old-timely death, like I said, at a very young age, 32 years old. But the reason, one of many reasons why Andy is so important to me, because he, he was obviously a very successful young man. He had the world in the palm of his hands. Um, but at the same time, he was very human. He was very real. He wasn't somebody that, like other celebrities, that were almost unapproachable. Andy came off to me in this documentary as somebody that you could hang out with, talk with, laugh with, and also cry with. Um, and that made him very human to me. And that's why he's so important to me. And that's why he's so important to the mental health community. Because if there's one thing people in the mental health community need to feel is they need to have that feeling of people understand where they're coming from. People need to understand the pain that we're going through and the relatability that comes with it. I think that's so important to us. I think that's also important to the end of stigma. The more people are comfortable with the idea of what they're dealing with, I think the more people will reach out for help. And for those that already have reached out for help and are managing their mental illness, I think it helps them to keep up with managing it properly and to not take so many chances, I guess you would say. And I know that's not always... The, always an easy thing because it's not it's it's another demon you're constantly battling because as we know anybody who's living with a mental illness knows it's a constant battle every day is a energy consuming time consuming ever you know consuming thing entity whatever you want to call it that lives inside of us that we're constantly battling with it literally takes everything that we are inside to manage it um, and that's difficult because that also can lead to to relapsing it could also lead to dangerous I guess activities or things that you know you could want to do because you just kind of give up you kind of just there are moments where you just don't want to fight anymore you don't it's exhausting it's exhausting living in your own head it's exhausting managing it it's exhausting trying to manage relationships and, and things in your life, careers, and just doing simple things, working out, just doing regular everyday things are so consuming and energy sucking and it just, it's, it's not easy. It really isn't. And to so many people out there that don't live with a mental illness, there are so many that, that don't get it. They can't see it. Um, you know, I, I can still hear it in people that they really just don't get it yet. There's still this idea that 
because I don't see it, it must not be real. And that you can kind of just get over it. It's just like a phase or something. And, and, it, and it really isn't. Unless you live with it, unless you manage it, unless you, you know, have it, you'll never truly understand. It'll always just seem to, you know, people on the outside as something that's just not real and something that's just in our heads. And they got half of that right. It is something in our heads. It's something that we battle with every single minute of our lives. Andy, to me, also, um, his, his life, it, it brings a sense of hope because there's still so much to, you know, to be done in our lives. There's so much we can still strive for. There's still, we may never beat this illness, um, but we can learn to live with it and we can learn to be very successful in our lives and still manage it. Um, Andy once said that the term being kissed by God to him meant that um, it was getting that perfect wave. It was being in that wave and riding it in that feeling of it was like the most perfect thing to him. And that's what being kissed by God meant to Andy. To me, it's um, relative. I use the term Jason the Dragon. I guess the way Andy would say he was kissed by God. Um, because being bipolar, you're constantly chasing that dragon. You're constantly chasing that feeling of you want to beat it. You want to control it. You want to... Um, be able to say I beat you um, it, it's tough chasing that dragon chasing that kiss by God it's tough because it's it, in some ways it's not real um, it's a it's almost like a safety net it's almost like a feeling of um, a false sense of security I guess you would say like you can beat this but you have to understand that there is no cure for mental illness. Um, so it's like I said, it's a, it's a false sense of security. Um, it's not like, you know, getting a cold and you can get, you know, some medicine and be cured and you feel better within a couple of days and you're good. Mental, mental illness is not that way. There is no cure. There is no medicine for it. There's medication to manage it, which is a very different thing than having a cure for it. But managing it with medication has also got its ups and downs and, and quirks and things about it because it's not a perfect science. It also takes a lot from your well-being, from how you manage your life, from your routines, the things that you, you do in your everyday life. Those are all Those all contribute to how well you will manage your life with a mental illness. It's a, it's a constant thing that you're, you're dealing with. You're constantly teetering on both ends, you know, on trying to maintain some control and also trying not to fall, you know, into your, to your illness, whether it be through mania or depression, you're, you're constantly struggling. It is, it's a, it's a constant struggle to live with your illness. Um, 
one of the, you know, unfortunately, one of the coolest things that came out of Andy Irons, you know, situation was in his passing, his wife and family, um, they came up with a foundation, the Andy Irons Foundation, which is out there to help young people struggling with addiction, mental illness, and learning disabilities. To me, it's the most wonderful thing that can come out of it. His death won't be in vain because there's now an outlet to help others. And that's very important um, because the more you're able to get help, the more you're able to have um, resources for help, the better the chances are you are of managing your illness and maintaining a very, very normal and even life, um, I guess you would say. Something that his wife actually posts on the Andy Irons Foundation website is a, it's a saying, I guess, from her. It says, the more you ask for help, the more help is out there. And that's so true. There's so many outlets for help. For those who are living with it and have reached out, you're constantly in search of more information, more knowledge, more tools that you could use to manage your life. And for those of you out there that are struggling and haven't reached out for help, um, whether it be through fear of the unknown, um, insecurity, shame, guilt, um, these resources will help you to make that transition to accepting much easier. And that's kind of what they did with the Andy Irons Foundation is the same aspect of what I'm trying to do with Dance With My Demons. Um, the website itself, you can reach it at dancewithmydemons.com. I, I intended to be an outlet for people struggling, whether with the mental illness and haven't been diagnosed already, or people struggling to be diagnosed, maybe don't have the resources to be able to get diagnosed, or just struggling internally with themselves about getting help. Dance With My Demons website has a crisis wall on there and it has all the information you could possibly need to give you help because there are so many resources for everybody out there from all aspects of the mental illness community you know from bipolar depression anxiety ptsd drug addiction alcohol addiction um domestic violence um Everything you could think of, suicidal ideation, everything you could think of, I made sure it's accessible to anybody and everybody out there who needs it. So I hope this episode has helped anyone out there. And if you get a chance and, you, and you're able to, please do check out the Andy Irons documentary. It's called Andy Irons Kissed by God. It's an amazing documentary. And it really will open your eyes to so many different things. Because um, I know it, it, it's changed my life in so many ways. And I would have loved to have been able to meet Andy. But in so many ways, I feel Andy is a part of my life. Um, he, he's made a difference in my life. So, you know, with that being said, uh, be sure to check out Dance My Demons website at dancewithmydemons.com you could also find me on facebook dance with my demons podcast 
You could also find me on Instagram, DanceWithMyDemons69. On Twitter, DanceWithMyDemons, D3. And obviously on the Dance With My Demons podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Anywhere your podcasts are played, you'll be able to find it. So with that being said, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart. But most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69 And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.